0: Welcome to Grad School, the Bruce Gradkowski Podcast. Upping your football knowledge, class is now in session. Well, the 2018 NFL Draft comes to a close. What a weekend. A lot of exciting things from Baker Mayfield going number one overall to the Browns to Shaquem Griffin sitting in the uh, green room until the fifth round. The linebacker from UCF waiting on that call. And, and he was actually in the bathroom when he got the call. His brother, who plays for the Seahawks as well, uh, noticed the area code and ran in to get his brother. Like, here, man, you have to answer this call. What a great story that is. And it's cool to see the twin brothers playing together again out in Seattle. Um, but what, what a fun weekend. You know, when I got drafted in the sixth round, I always told myself, I'm not going to watch this draft ever again, because I waited from rounds one through six, waiting to see my name get called, and it's just, you know, it's fun, but it's also stressful, because every pick, you're thinking, oh, maybe they're going to call, maybe I'm going to hear from them, oh, I talked to them at the combine, oh, I did this, that, and then uh, and then I'm sitting there in the sixth round, and, and the call finally came from John Gruden, and it was an exciting time, and So I congratulate all the guys that were fortunate enough to get drafted. But a lot of times the undrafted free agents that sign after the draft are the guys to look out for because a roommate of mine in college, one of my best friends to this day, Lance Moore, wide receiver out of Toledo, played nine years with the New Orleans Saints, has a Super Bowl, uh, played a year with the Steelers, played a year with the Lions. The guy was an undrafted free agent. So... All you want is an opportunity, and I'll have a chance to talk to Logan Woodside and and, uh, Mason Rudolph at some point. Get them on on my podcast and and ask what their feelings were like as they sat and waited for that call. But just to recap, these quarterbacks that have gotten drafted, we talked about leading up to the draft. Where are they going to go? Who are they going to go to? When are they going to go? And now we look. A lot of hype. Over the whole, the whole time, the whole process, I had Sam Darnold at number one. I finished with Mayfield at number two. I had Allen at three, Rosen at four, and Jackson at five. It was a little different than I thought. Mayfield went number one to the Cleveland Browns. I wasn't surprised by this pick because I knew they thought highly of him. And also, I think this pick is perfect not only for Baker Mayfield but the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns need an alpha dog like this. They need a leader that comes in the locker room and guys are going to gravitate towards. They need someone that just finds ways to win. They need someone with that attitude, that mindset, an overly cocky, an overly confident type of guy. That's Baker Mayfield. He's going to come in. He's going to work his tail off, and he's going to try to win football games. Now, this isn't college anymore. This is the NFL, so we'll see if he can translate what he did in college to the NFL. But what I look at mostly when I look at these guys is their mindsets, their mentality, their makeup. How were they raised? Where'd they come from? You know, that's why I'm a fan of Shaquem Griffin. You know, he's battled a lot of things in his life, so you know the guy's mentally tough. That's why I'm a fan of Baker Mayfield. He was a walk-on at o- at, uh, at Oklahoma, and he made his way you know so when you get guys like that you know they're going to find ways to to make it work and I think that's a good situation for both them you know and then you look at Sam Darnold Sam Darnold then falls to the Jets and I think that worked out even better for Sam Darnold because this is a situation he goes to the the media capital of the world New York Um, he's going to Get to back up Josh McCown. Josh McCown's been doing this for decades in the the NFL. And he's just a pro's pro. He's a great guy to learn from. To know what kind of schedule to put together. And Sam Darnold and Josh McCown are a lot alike. So that's going to be a perfect fit for Darnold to go in and learn from Josh McCown. Jeremy Bates, the offensive coordinator in New York, he's an up-and-coming coach. He's almost like a, a young Sean McVay. I mean, I don't even want to say young because Sean McVay is probably younger than him. But, um, you know, he, he just young in his profession as far as the level he's going to get to. I could see Jeremy Bates continue to to grow uh, in the NFL, offense coordinator now for the Jets. But a good offensive mind that I think will do a great job with Darnold. And then you look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the big physical talent we all talked about. Were the Browns going to take a chance at him? Who was going to draft this guy? You know, Is he going to be successful coming out of Wyoming? Low completion percentage. Then you look at him fall to Buffalo. I think this is a perfect match. Because he has the physical makeup to play in that Buffalo weather. The guy can slice and dice through that wind. And a lot of times as a quarterback, I hated playing with wind. Give me rain, snow, sleet. It doesn't matter. But wind, I hated it. Because it made me try to change my delivery. Think I had to do something different. But Josh Allen, the big strong arm that he has, that won't affect him. So he goes into Buffalo. I think a great opportunity for him. But also, I want to overlook A.J. McCarron. I think A.J. McCarron is such a, a a good intermediate passer. He's probably one of the most accurate intermediate passers in the NFL. And a lot of guys don't know that because he hasn't played much. But it's going to be a surprise to me if Josh Allen goes in there and actually competes and can beat uh, A.J. McCarron out. Because A.J. McCarron can really throw the football. And a lot of times in the NFL, now it's about... Being accurate. You know, those tight windows now in the NFL, they close up fast. Can you be super accurate and thread that needle when you have to? So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. And then we look at Josh Rosen. He goes to Arizona Cardinals. He's telling everyone, nine teams passed up on me. They're all going to pay. A lot of fire from these guys, which I kind of like. I like seeing And uh, Rosen, I'm not going to lie, this is a really good fit. This might be the best fit in the draft. Rosen to Arizona with Mike McCoy, offense coordinator, and Byron Lefkowitz, the quarterback coach. Because Rosen is so smart that he's going to pick up that offense. He's going to know how to to run the system. So I think keep an eye on this situation very closely because I'm going to say it right now. On grad school, the Bruce Krakowski podcast that Rosen is going to be Rookie of the Year. He's going to have the best rookie season of out, out of all these these young quarterbacks that got drafted because of Mike McCoy and Byron Leftwich. Those guys in Arizona, they will surround him with the pieces, the plays, and what he needs. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson falls to the Ravens. This, this is. I mean, fantastic. This couldn't be better for Lamar Jackson. He's going to meet up with Marty Mordingwig. Mordingwig was with Michael Vick at one point. So he will understand and know how to design an offense around such an electrifying guy. He's been with Michael Vick, one of the most electrifying players ever to play in the NFL. And now uh, uh, another one, Lamar Jackson. This guy's... Might even be better than Michael Vick, so it's going to be cool to see Martin w- Morningwig put together an offense for Lamar Jackson. Joe Flacco has to step it up. I mean, the Ravens have been down the last few years, so I think it's either you know, shit or get off the pop because Lamar Jackson's in town now, and and I'm a, I'm a fan of Joe Flacco. I think he's done a great job. You know, going to school at University of Pitt, transferring to Delaware getting drafted uh, by the Ravens, winning a Super Bowl. He's had a great career, but the NFL stands for not for long, and these guys continue to see who's the hottest, who's the hot guy next. Um, And with Lamar Jackson coming to town, he's a young stud, but he'll get an opportunity to learn from Joe Flacco, learn the system, see how a pro handles it. And then you know, then we heard some. Then then there was a lot of silence for the quarterback position. You know, first time in years, no quarterback went in the second round. So we're sitting back, we're waiting. I'm sitting back, waiting, seeing who's going to go next. You know, I'm not sure. You you got a lot of guys on the board, and then Mason Rudolph he falls to the Steelers. I think this is a, a very good pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think for the value of it as well. I mean, Mason Rudolph at one point was talked about a first rounder. So now all of a sudden, he falls to the Steelers. The Steelers actually trade up, and they must have just knew what they had right there. Once they took that chance to trade up to get him to hop in front of the Bengals, a lot of speculation going around that Marvin Lewis was going to draft Mason Rudolph, but then I guess he came out and said, no, we talked about a quarterback, but who knows what they were going to do. But I think for the Steelers, man, what a good pick. And anytime you could get drafted— by the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's a great situation because it's a really good organization, the best in the NFL. They give you a chance. They have your back. They're going to give you time to develop and learn and not just rush you out the door like these other NFL teams. You know, NFL usually stands for not for long, and that's usually how it is. You get drafted by a team, you have a year or two to prove it, but the Steelers, they give you time to develop And I think Mason Rudolph, man, he has the tools, he has the intangibles, he's a good guy, he works hard, and I think this is a good fit. I mean, shoot, man, 6'5", 230, he's got it. And I'm going to get him on the line here soon to get his thoughts, his experience through draft weekend, you know, and his excitement, his emotions right now of being a Pittsburgh Steeler. And I know you guys are excited for it. But without further ado, well, we talked about it before, and the Steelers, man, they got a sweet deal. Mason Rudolph falling to them in the third round. The guy has over 13,000 career yards, 92 touchdowns. The guy's just a winner. He demolished Pitt with 497 yards passing, 5 touchdowns, 71% passing completion percentage. I think this is a great pick. And Mason, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, man. So you know, you go through this whole process. You know, it it's gotta be exciting. What what's your thought on finally landing in a spot and it being Pittsburgh?
1: Yeah, it's it's uh about as perfect as a as a fit for me and, and, and just an opportunity that it could be um, across the board. You know, I you know, I was going through the process. You you know, you're you're unsure. I, I heard you know a whole, a lot everything from you know you'll go middle of first to you know middle late second but uh you know obviously the the fit is what in, in the team and the organization and everything you hear about it and then the reputation that you know the Rooney family has and and, and coach Tomlin and the way that trickles down is is definitely what's most important to me and I think um yeah I mean I think I could I could have performed well if I was if I was in a situation you know where I had to start and and start from day 1 but uh you know this is definitely going to be more Quarterback friendly, and it definitely helped me eliminate, you know, a lot of mistakes as far as my development goes, you know, sitting behind, a, you know, a Hall of Famer and, 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 and a great organization and a coach like uh, Coach Finkner.
0: Yeah, man, and those emotions had to be running high. I mean, you hear everything from first round to second round, and all of a sudden the third round comes around. I yeah. mean, what was going through your mind? And was there Was there teams on the board where you almost were for sure – you were about to go, like maybe in that first round or even high first or yeah. first round, second round?
1: Yeah, there were you know, there was yes, there, you know I, I knew it would probably be late first round if it happened, but uh you know, there was definitely teams even into the second that I said, said, Hey, hey, I'm sure I mean these 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 guys will for sure take me, you know. And then, you know, teams some teams started trading back and then teams just pass you and it was definitely you know, one of the most <laughs> agonizing times of my life, but uh well, I obviously could not be happier with ways th- things turned out you know four or five years from now uh, you know the last thing on my mind will be you know the slot that that I'll be drafted from you know back in 2018 all all will be about the Steelers and the team and, and what we've done uh, since then
0: yeah man and and I think for the Steelers uh standpoint they they find great value in you and <clears throat> but more than that is is to get a guy also now with a chip on his shoulder and I, I think that just played out sweet for you, and I think it's I think it's a great yeah. fit. You know, I'm, I mean, you, yeah. you, the thing that impressed me about you is you have so much experience, and I as I was watching your film coming out, that that's what I like. I mean, you've you've played a ton of games, you won a ton of games yeah. too, for thirteen thousand career yards, and yeah. I mean that amazes me. So it's not like it's going to be anything new for you to get under center.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely um, yeah, that was one of my selling points that you kind of have to remind people of the whole process when you're kind of promoting yourself. Thank God, I'm now I'm you know it's all about the team and, and we're kind of off that stage. But it, yeah, I mean, I mean for for sure that was definitely you know a pro. I had a lot, a, lot of, a lot of stars in my belt, a lot of experience, a lot of a lot of victories, a lot, a lot of big time wins at Oklahoma State, and uh, you know played at a very high level while I was doing it. So um, I feel like that's definitely gonna you know, help me moving forward, and it's going to give me all the confidence in the world to go in there and uh, you know, have a great rookie mini camp first off, and then, and then soak up as, as much as I can as, as from the reps' perspective uh, throughout, throughout OTAs.
0: And when does that rookie mini camp start? Is it? It's not this weekend. It's the following weekend, correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct. I'll, I'll be up there, uh, see May tenth, and uh, I believe we'll practice Friday morning and then throughout the weekend. So that's uh, that's the plan.
0: Yeah, perfect. Now, have you already? I see. I see. You already made a trip to Pittsburgh. Is that right? How how yeah. did that all work? Was it the next morning?
1: Yeah. So I, funny story. Actually, I guess the Steelers didn't know that. We you know my. We were one of the uh you know few prospects that had you know the, the NFL Network in my house, and so. You know, coach. Yeah, it was. You know, it was, it was all. The, they run through all the coaches on the phone, and then they're like, "Hey, we're we're going to send you down to our, you know, our concierge or our, kind of our football operations lady to kind of, you know, coordinate your flight." And I had I had to respectfully say, "Listen, you know, I, you know, I, I'm about to get my name called on TV. I, I would would love to just be able to call you back here in about 20 minutes." And so that's kind of what I ended up doing because you know they they didn't know that. So
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, then, then I get up here the next day. Uh, got up, got up to Pittsburgh on Saturday. Went to the facility, checked it out. You know, talked to all the coaches and, and visited with you know Coach, Coach Fleetner for a while, and, and then uh, got to meet my new teammates and, and uh, you know Edmonds and then uh, Chukes, who's I'm not even going to try to pronounce his his whole right, name. He's, right. but, uh, Lyman's Western Michigan, but uh, his name is Chukes. That's his, what's his nickname, so that's what we call him from from here on out. And, uh, so then we went over to the fan blitz deal at the stadium and, and, and uh, kind of got to interact with some fans. I uh, did some media stuff, and then and then shot back to to South Carolina. So it was definitely uh, unbelievable day. I mean i I was telling James this over the phone. I was like, "Dude, you know, we mm-hmm. thought we thought the fans of Oklahoma State, you know, was, was a football town, it was a college town. And you know, we were both great players. But I mean, it, it was a new level of just like, I mean, they they didn't even know who you were twelve hours ago, and now they now they know you. They're I mean, it, it was unbelievable just being on the field with them and. and you know, and their excitement. So it, it
0: was, it was cool. Yeah, man, you're totally right. The, the Steelers um fan base is amazing. I grew up in Pittsburgh watching the Steelers my whole life and career. I was fortunate enough to end my career there. But now let me ask you this because I was a six rounder, so I, I don't know. I didn't get any, yeah. you know, uh, special treatment, but does, does Rooney, yeah. does he send your, his private jet for you or what? Are you flying Southwest or uh, how does that work? <laughs>
1: I, I, I believe I, I believe they do for the first round pick. So, um, no, they did not send it for me or James. Or I think, I think for Edmunds they did, I believe, because you know he's the only guy going up on, on a Friday and he stayed. I believe he stayed for the weekend. So, I, you know, me, Jukes, uh, and then James were just up there for the day, and we, we definitely we flew commercially yeah.
0: <laughs> first class, or they they the big yeah, guy, first I mean, class it was great. I, I was yeah, gonna say you're six class. five two thirty. They got a give you some leg room yeah.
1: right yeah no it was it was much appreciated was, <laughs> a lot of flights over this whole process and not many of them were if at all were first class so it was it was a cool little, uh, touch
0: yeah man i I'm, I'm i'm about 6'1 so i'd die for some of that uh height yeah. so i could see over the line yeah, better <laughs> but um yeah, yeah and then you talked about it, your boy james washington i mean talk about him as a receiver and. I mean, one of your your dudes from college, you get to go to Pittsburgh yeah. and start off your, your next career with a buddy, a friend, a, a guy you threw a ton yeah. of balls to. How awesome is that?
1: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's, it didn't really register in my mind until they started showing highlights, you know, on, <laughs> after I heard my name called. And they, I think it was Mayock who ended up, like, tying it together. And I was like, oh, wait, you know, <laughs> we just watched him you know, get the phone call there, you know, a few picks ago. So it'll be unbelievable. I mean, he, he's a great friend of mine. Uh, awesome guy. He's a worker. It's, you know, football is what he does. Doesn't do a whole lot else. He's from a small town. It's Danford, Texas out in West Texas on a farm. Um, just a unbelievable athlete, body control, speed, strong hands, physical guy loves to block. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be an awesome experience to, you know, I mean, I know I've known this guy since my junior year in high school. So you we know, were seventeen, and you know, we'll both be going on twenty three in a few months. So it's going to be, you know, hopefully a connection that will continue to continue to, you know, bear fruit the next ten years of our lives. Oh yeah, no doubt,
0: and you will. I mean, that's that's awesome. The thing
1: that I was most
0: impressed with: you get drafted, you know, the emotions are running high. You know, I've been there before. I was, I thought I'd be in the third round. I go in the sixth round, so you know, I wait a couple of days, and I'm just frustrated. I'm just ready, yeah. ready to get to camp. Like, just give me the mini camp. Let's just compete. Yeah. And then people are asking yeah. you and telling you, "Man, you get to learn from Ben. He can coach you up." And then you say, "It's not, it's not Ben's job to teach me anything. It's my job to learn." And that's what really yeah. I thought. Man, that's cool. This guy gets it. He's not relying on a, on a future Hall of Famer veteran. He understands it's in your control. And I was just impressed with that comment.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, I I think, you know, in your minds as a, as a fan of the game, you know, growing up, you're like, you know, and then even into your last year, you're, you're hearing talk of, you know, different situations. uh, The talking has talk about, well, this guy could be a, you know, a starter from the first day and one of these teams that this guy could be you know, fit up with a New England or a Pittsburgh or a Chargers or a Saints. You know, where you're behind and, and you're like, oh, that'd be great. You know, and then you kind of, you kind of learn how it is. And, and, and those guys don't have that second of their time to do anything else but prepare themselves. So, you know, I, that's that's my mindset. Is you know, I, I'm going to use every resource I can, whether that be, you know, Coach Finkner or, or uh, you know the quality control staff or you know Landry Jones. Those those, those you know, the other guys uh, on you know in that room to kind of. You know, help my help myself. You know, help help quicken that learning curve. Um, but but the last thing I want to do is you know, be in a nuisance to, to Ben.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and, and you seem like you got you're a mature guy for being such a young young guy in your career. So you come in for the weekend. I got to ask you. I mean, where'd they take you to eat? Did you get a permani sandwich yet?
1: <laughs> I have not. No, we uh, we had breakfast at the facility. Uh, lunch at the facility and then went over to the fan blitz and and then I was back to the airport by four o'clock so I've not been able to have any of the you know the the standard uh, authentic Pittsburgh meals yet (laughs) I look forward to doing that when I get back
0: yeah we just we just have to make sure we don't bulk you up to 300 we gotta that
1: won't happen yeah
0: no and and Permanis (laughs) so Permanis is a staple uh famous in Pittsburgh you'll eventually have and then pizza i'll take you to a good pizza spot Furies is one of my favorite and um yeah. but like i said i'm from pittsburgh i got the whole italian family there so i have to have you over for a dinner yeah. as well
1: yeah that'd be sweet
0: but it's good to have you my man i wish you nothing but the best i think you're in a great spot great organization with you know the Rooneys running the show coach Tomlin's an awesome coach and, and guy and same thing with randy so I wish you nothing but the best, and good luck competing.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. that's has been fun. Uh, Thanks for for having me on.
0: All right, my man. Have a good one. Well, you heard it there from the young Rook. He's going to be getting ready to go May 10th. Uh, That's the first week in a rookie minicamp for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of these guys will get going here very shortly, and it's time to start competing. And like I said before, I think a lot of these – Quarterbacks that got drafted, the first-round guys went to the right situation for themselves uh, with Mayfield, Darnold, Allen, um, Rosen, and Lamar Jackson, and then with Rudolph. Rudolph, I know he's probably, he was frustrated. He thought he should have went earlier, and then you sit around to the third round, but it couldn't have worked out better for him. I think he's in a great situation because he gets a year or two to develop, And and really learn the game and sit back and watch and that's going to help him tremendously. So he's one of the top guys in the best situations. I feel like and another guy I think is Rosen. I will not be surprised if Rosen comes away as rookie of the year this year because he's he's very smart. He's ready to play now. Mike McCoy is a great offensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich, good quarterback coach, old Steeler guy. So you Steelers know. And so that will be interesting to keep an eye on because if Rosen can stay healthy, because that was my only concern with him, he's got to stay healthy, but he's in a good situation. The rest of the guys, not sure how much they're all going to play. Mayfield may play a lot because he's that type of personality and he's probably going to get out there sooner rather than later. Darnold, I don't think so. Uh, Allen, I don't think he'll be out. AJ McCarron. um, So that's it. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, Let me know your thoughts on Twitter, BGradkowski5. Send me your questions, remarks, any concerns. I thank you guys, and this was a great weekend. I look forward to keeping you in touch soon. Have a good one.